0: hello everyone welcome back to unapologetically me the podcast where i talk about anything on my mind or everything on my mind one of the two um i'm in a really weird mood like i don't even know how to explain it so i just decided you know this is perfect time for to do my podcast so let's get this show on the road so as i'm recording this it is november 4th where did October go? Like, it literally poofed. Like, absolutely disappeared, flashed before my eyes, and now we're here. And also, I almost have to apply for second semester classes. Like, what in the world? I feel like this semester went by, like, too quickly for my own comfort. Like, I feel like I just now started figuring out my roommates. Like, learning about them and, like, really just, like, getting a grasp out of it. It's just, like, it is so weird. Like I can't even explain to you the thought of being almost done with first semester already, and like almost Thanksgiving, and like almost like winter, which I'm not looking forward to. Um, but yeah, I remember I talked to my therapist. Yes, I started going to therapy. Whoop whoop whoop. I'm proud of myself. Um, and I was telling her how like literally in the wintertime, or like anytime it gets really really cold out, and it's just like, pure gloomy. It's not even raining. Like, rain, I love rain. I love thunderstorms. I love all that. But when it's just gloomy and it's cold for no reason, I get miserable. Like, I'm actually freaking miserable. Like, I don't want to leave my bed. I don't want to leave my house. I don't want to do anything. I just want to stay in my bed all day, every day, if it's like that. And she's like, have you ever thought maybe there might be a slim chance you might have a thing called seasonal depression and i was like but i'm not like depressed i'm just miserable and she's like okay we'll come back to that so just keep that in mind that um if you're depresso espresso there's a thing called seasonal depression i had no idea did anybody else i didn't um but that's fun and yeah so i'm going to talk about like therapy for a second just because like i'm proud of myself like I've never been the kind of person who liked therapy. I always knew I needed some therapy of some sorts from trauma. I'm in a weird mood. I told you this. This is me being hyper. I don't know how this energy came into me. I have sparks of energy all the time, like, throughout the day. And it's just really weird. And no wonder why. I don't know. My roommates tell me to calm down a lot. (laughs) I have so much energy in random times of the day. Either way, back to what I was saying, though. So, um... Therapy. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. I had to think about what I was going to say. So, yeah, I've always been the girl who never really liked to go to therapy because I don't really like talking about my problems because I always don't think it's a problem until a therapist, like a good therapist, say it's a problem. Um, I've been to three therapists in my whole entire life, excluding the one I'm going to right now. Um, The first one, his name was Dr. SpongeBob, or at least that's what he went by. I don't know if he was an actual therapist or what he was exactly. I always my, ask my parents. My parents honestly forgot, so shout out to my parents, because um, I forgot, too. Like, I just remember going to this guy, and he said, yeah, I'm Dr. Spongebob, and I'm like, sure you are. Like, we're, Like you're not a sponge, though. Um, And he made me draw all the time, like, pictures of me and my friends, and, like, it was really sad because it was only, like, two people, and, like, those two people... Like I guess one of them is now my friend still, but the other one, not really. It's funny because I was really okay. Basically, I'm gonna go into detail about that because I think it's hilarious. So basically, in like elementary school, I was like my old elementary school. I went um to um two elementary schools in my life. So one of them, let's just call call it school B, or school B. Jeez, school A. School A was a school mixed with boys and girls. School B was mixed with boys and girls till third grade either way so school a i had these two friends they were both twins and they were both boys and i was really close with twin a over twin b like nothing towards twin b at all it was just like that's just how how it was and whatever and you know again me and twin b did not get along that much like as much as twin a and i did I don't know why. I think it's because he was like saying, oh, ew, like you're friends with a girl. Disgusting. You know how it is in elementary school. Like boys are boys. And um, funnily enough, I like years and years and years passed and I found twin B. And I was like, hey, do you remember me? It took a hot minute for him to put two and two together. For him to realize, oh, shoot, you're the girl that was friends with my brother. And I was like, yeah. So, now we're good buddies. It's hilarious how that worked out. Um, so, now I'm closer to twin B than I am to twin A because I don't talk to twin A at all. So, I think it's just hilarious. And um, either way, back to therapy. It has to do with therapy because in the picture, I literally just drew a huge X all the time over twin B. So, I basically only said I only had one friend. And I guess that concerned the therapist. I don't freaking know. I literally don't remember any of this because I was a little child. Um, and then, tw- um, th- I almost said twin B. Oh, geez. Then therapist number two. She actually was my sister's therapist for a good chunk of time. Which, I don't think you should ever do that. Like, don't ever you know go to the th- same therapist as your sibling did or your family member okay like i, I don't know it just it, it seems a little whack to me unless it's like a family therapy session you know like how there's couples therapy like if it's like a ther- fam- family th- orientated therapy session then understandable but if it's just like separate and it's like a normal therapy session i should recommend it i don't know it just seems a little weird to me because like i know she's not going to say anything to my sister or she wasn't going to say anything to my sister but also it's like Mm, you know my sister's stuff. You're starting to know mine. This is a little weird to me. So I was never really open to her about any of my, again, issues. I hate using the word issues, but that's the only word I can think of right now. And then my last therapist before the current one, she was (laughs) very questionable. Okay, like when I was in the middle of bawling my eyes out over something, she looked at me. In a very serious tone. And she's like, so how does that make you feel? Like, seriously? What do you think? Okay. I'm not just crying my eyes out, you know. I'm secretly happy. My crying is from joy. And me being like, I hate life right now. And crying my eyes out. That's joy. What? What are you talking about, Miss Therapist Lady? She was pretty horrible. Um, And I went to her through, like, sophomore through junior year, I think. I don't remember. Um, I blacked that all out. Which, fun fact, is bad, apparently, to black out a lot of things. Like, I was talking to my current therapist about it, and she was like, yeah, that means you've experienced some type of stress, like, extreme stress when you were younger. And that's just, like, how you deal with it, and that's probably why you have some forms of ADHD. And I was like, what? Like, it's just, like, weird to me. I don't know. Like, hearing all this stuff... And, like, I was, like, telling her, like, how she's literally the first therapist who ever t- told me anything, like, ever, because no therapist really gave me clear indication what's up with me, like, what's up with my mental health and whatever. They just, you know, listened, and they're like, okay, well, that's valid. Or how does that make you feel? You know? So it's just, it's a lot to deal with, but also I'm, like, kind of beyond grateful that I'm finally, like, getting answers to questions I've had my whole entire life. It's finally... Making sense. So, uh, thank you to Columbia College Chicago for giving me free access to therapy through my tuition. It means a lot. And also, I feel like for anyone who's listening, you should not be ashamed if you go to therapy. Like, therapy is so normal and it's also just so fun. Like, it's not, I'm not saying your therapist is like your best friend, but it feels like you're just venting to your best friend, but they are there to help you like actually and that's their job to help you and it just feels so nice when you've actually found a good therapist and it's a good match to say um the least but yeah i just love going to therapy like i look forward to it every other week like i go on mondays and it feels great and i'm not like i remember people always said you have to be hush hush about going to therapy But I don't understand why you have to be hush-hush about therapy. Like, I get if you're a very quiet, reserved person, um, point blank, even with your friends. Like, you don't have to be open about it. But, like, also, I don't understand why you should be so ashamed of going to therapy. Like, I feel like everyone should go to therapy. Like, not because everyone has issues. But, like, everyone has something that happened in their life or something that impact them. And they just have to let it out. You know, like you don't need to get it di- like the goal end goal doesn't have to be a diagnosis or whatever. You can just learn how to live life, you know, and that's what I'm learning to do finally. And I'm learning that what I've experienced in my life, which I won't talk about because it's very personal, but what I've experienced in my life is like what I've, how I react to the things that happen in my life are valid. And it, like, I finally am admitting it out loud that it, it's valid because I never felt like it was valid. beforehand. I was like, you know, there's a lot worse things in people's lives, you know? But finally, it just makes sense. And people are, fi- like, it's finally clicking my brain that it's okay. Like, what I'm feeling and what I've went through is valid. It's totally okay. And, you know, it's just, it's it's human. And I don't know how to explain it other than that. But, <sighs> It just, it feels like a weight off my shoulders, you know what I'm saying? Also, if you hear any, like, trains or city noises, I'm literally sitting on the end of my bed, looking out in the city, sitting on my floor, because, I don't know, I feel like this is, like, my more secure spot. I don't know, I just, this is where I feel relaxed, because I'm looking at the city in front of me, and, um, I don't know, my carpet floor is comfortable. I don't know. This just like this makes me feel at ease about everything in the world. Um but yeah, I'm gonna continue on the conversation about like therapy and just mental that was my phone. Um talking about my mental health and like I don't know, I just feel like I'm it's okay to be open about it to an extent. So I was talking to my therapist about some things. And how I wish that world can just pause. Like, this past therapy session was really heavy. This was probably the heaviest I ever really felt um, going into therapy and kind of getting out of it. Um, And I was just telling her how I just want the world to stop, you know, because I feel like time is going by really, really quickly. And just, I feel like my life is a t- ticking time bomb, almost. Like, I don't know. It's just like, <sighs> I don't know how to explain it. But... I have a be real account. (laughs) This is, it's relevant. I promise you, it's relevant. And um, I my what's called my aunt has this friend who has um like a disease kind of like not a disease. I hate saying disease. Like basically, long story short, she has cancer, and um she has to be real. And I friended her because like I know her, and you know every time I see her be real, it makes me think how precious life is. Like. She's okay now, but also, like, she still has cancer. But also, it's just like every time I see it, it just breaks my heart a little bit more because, like, I know I knew her before she had the cancer. And it just, like, it's so weird how one woman, she can be, like, completely healthy, like, nothing's wrong with her. The next moment, her as in anyone, I'm just saying, but like, I'm referring to her, like, woman, she can be completely healthy, and the next moment, like, she has cancer she lost all her hair. She isn't, like she isn't, uh, she doesn't have the same energy she used to and like all that kind of stuff. And then my parents told me other sad news that I was just, like maybe possibly sad news. It's not 100% certain yet, but like also it's just like, wow. Again, it it just reminds me how precious life is. And it just hits me really hard because I feel like, yeah, I love school. I really, really do, and I love being here in the city. But also, I just feel like I'm, for some other reason, wasting my life away. I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm just not living my life that to the fullest, or just like to the potential I've wanted to live. And I remember I literally called my sister, and I was basically just crying, being like, I just don't know anymore. I just don't want to. I don't know how to feel. Because I just, I don't know. Like, people always say, oh, yeah, I've done this in my life. I've done that in my life. And then when I look back at my life, I'm just like, what have I done? And, like, what have I done to, like, what? I want to do an impact on somebody's life. I don't know how I want to do that. I don't know where to even start with that. But I just want to impact somebody's life. And I feel like I haven't done that. And I know I'm only 20 years old. I literally have a whole life ahead of me. But also, it just feels like I want to do something, you know? I literally saw my old roommate like, last week or something, and she's doing so much, so much, and I'm beyond happy for her, like, beyond words, so long you're listening, I'm, like, really, really happy for you, and, like, your life is so freaking cool, you know, and I just wish I can do that, like, I wish I can start life already, like, I know technically college is where you start life, but, like, I feel like I haven't started that, like, I just, I don't know, I don't feel fulfilled, you know, I don't feel like I've done anything for me you know like I've always dreamt of being here in college and living on campus but like now that I'm here I feel like it just it's still I'm still not I want to say satisfied but I guess that's the only term I can think about it's like I'm not fully satisfied satisfied I'm I'm just not I'm just I don't feel content quite yet like I don't know what it is I just don't feel 100% full Um, and I know the glass is always half empty, half full, blah, 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 blah. I I know, I know, I know, I know. But at the same time, it's just like, I wish there was just, I don't know, I'm like craving something, but I don't know what I'm craving. Either way, back to what I was saying about my sister, I was literally crying to her. And I was just saying like, I don't know what it is, but I just, I don't, like, I don't know what I want. You know, I don't, I want, I want the world to stop. I want the world to just have a huge pause button for a second so I can breathe and like figure out what I want like really 100% what I want like I know what I I want but I don't know if this like if I want the thing now like I don't know how to form it like I don't know how to form my sentences because I I don't know what to like I don't know how to say it at all and she brought up this point where like it kind of got me thinking a lot it's still, I'm still thinking about it 100%. Like, I think I'm going to talk to my parents about it more because, like, it's just, like, a really – it's not just a me decision. It's, like, just it, – it's a lot. My sister was saying, maybe you should take a gap year or a gap semester, you know, to really think things through. And, you know, when I was – when she told me that, I was like, I can't do that, you know? Like, I can't just stop school and just take a gap year, you know? And, like, I, I don't want to do that, you know, or I can't do that. And she was, like, saying, like, why don't you spend, like, a gap semester or gap year with me in Israel? If you didn't know, my sister is originally from, like, we are originally from Israel. Me my sister, my dad, and whatever. Um, but she lives there right now. So, I she was, like, saying, you should just take a gap semester or gap year here. You know, live with me. You don't have to pay rent. Like, you don't have to really pay for groceries. You you just can like I can help you find a job and you can take a gap year or a gap semester here. And again, this is a lot to think about. You know, like I know my parents would be supportive if I did live with my sister for a semester or a year because they always talk about how they want me to go visit her anyways. Um, but again, it just brings back to the whole life is precious thing. Like I think about my grandparents, like, you know, my grandparents, like grandpa- my mom's parents are the closest grandparents I have or had, I guess you want to say, because my dad's parents passed away when I was really young. They lived all the way in Israel, so I don't really have a connection with them. But, like, my grandparents here, like, I don't know if they're listening. I love you guys so much. Um, <laughs> it's just, like, it's hard for me to fathom not seeing them in a whole year. Like, when we went in lockdown, that was, like, the hardest thing I ever had to go through because... I couldn't see them just whenever, you know, I couldn't just hug my grandmother and my grandpa whenever I wanted to. It was just really, 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 really hard. So the thought of me choosing to live away from them for a whole year, I don't know how my sister's doing it. I'm dead serious. I have no idea how my sister's handling not being with them because I know she's just as close to them to them as I am to them as well so, like, I don't know, I know they would be, like, no, Shani go for it, don't think about us, blah, 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 or, like, I don't know, all that kind of stuff, but also, it's just, like, it's still a lot, also, my aunt, you know, Auntie Ali, Auntie Edie, like, I'm thinking, like, I can't imagine not seeing you guys for a whole year, like, that's, that's tough, even for, like, a couple months, I don't know, like, that kind of, that takes a toll on me a lot, and also, like, not seeing my niece and nephew, like, I can't imagine, like, at all, like, I don't know. That stresses me out, dude. Like it's a lot to think about. Um also not seeing your parents point blank for a year or two. Two? No, I'm not going to be there for 2 years. But I'm saying like if I don't see them for a whole year or you know, for a month or more than a month, like I can't, I literally the thought of not seeing my family point blank for either a few months or a year like, I know I have my dad's fa- family over there, but it's not, like, the same because I don't really have that same of a relationship as um, I have with my family here. So, like, it just – it scares me. I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot can change in a couple of months and stuff. But, like, at the same time, I was thinking about it, and it does sound nice. Like, you know, being in the country I was born in for a couple of months and not worrying about midterms or tests – or getting a Canvas notification every two point seconds, like that stresses me out. You know, Canvas and like getting those notifications, but not worrying about it for a couple of months or even a year. I don't know. It just sounds like I will really need it because I do need it. I feel like because I've been doing school for like 20 years or so, it's a lot, you know, and college, it's not like it's easier or harder than high school but it's just like it takes a lot about like out of you you know mental health wise and just like I feel so drained and I don't know like it's funny because I'm learning about things I want to learn about but also just like getting those notifications on, on canvas or something it stresses me out it really really does so talking to my sister about it and she was telling me I could think about it for sure I will it's just a lot. I have to talk to my parents first about it. So parents, if you're listening to this, um, we need to talk about this because this is something I'm considering and thinking about it really hard. And I remember, um, like 10 minutes, 20 minutes after I finished crying over the phone with my sister about like, I don't know, I mean, i conflicted. I went to go visit my roommates at their work because they both work at the same place. And I was just like, guys, what do I do? And they were just like, so happy for me they're just saying if whatever you choose we're here to support you and just know we're here for you when you come back and we're not going anywhere and we love you and it just like made me cry even more a little bit because like I've never had like I don't know it just feels like my friends like here are like my security and that's another problem I have is like making new friends all the way in a different country that, like, scares me a little bit. Like, it stresses me out. Like, I didn't know. Like, before coming here, I was stressing about, like, how am I going to make friends here? I don't know how I made friends here. I dead Like, I just did. blank. don't remember. I literally blanked out <laughs> throughout making friends. Like, I think I didn't really make friends, like, just by talking to kids in my class. I literally just, like, I'm staying with my old roommates. Like, they just naturally became my friends because I lived with them. Um, this year, um, my roommate, Jay, introduced me to my friend, Lex, and, um, my friend, Holly, I met her through one of my classes, and I don't know if she talked to me first, or I talked to her first, but I don't know, like, but they speak English, you know? In Israel, you speak Hebrew, like, that's just their language, so, like, the thought of, like, I don't know, it stresses me out a little, but back to my whole roommate things, like, they're just... I just love them so much because I know they're there to support me for whatever I pick and choose. Um, But again, it's just, it's a lot to think about. It's not like just a, okay, I'm going to go or I'm not going to go. It's like literally just every day, like since Monday, I go back and forth. Do I go? Do I stay? Do I like, I know I have a whole nother semester left till I have to make a final decision, but also like, I don't know, what if I regret it? (laughs) I don't know like I don't want to be like one of those people and what if me me and my sister get in a huge argument and we don't talk ever I don't know there's just a lot to think about and it stresses me out just a tad but I don't know I have to really really think about it because it's just it's it's a lot also the reason why I just want to talk about these things because um it just pops in my mind again time to time about mental health also just like The rainy vibes just make me feel more like down to earth, like more grounded, if that makes any sense. Um, But yeah, it's just (laughs) also another reason why I've been talking about it a lot in this episode is just because I watched uh, Selena Gomez's new documentary on um, Apple TV because my roommate has Apple TV. And holy moly, is all I can say. It's like, obviously I know you know being a celebrity can be hard because like paparazzis and like fans and like you're under a lot of pressure but like I didn't understand it to that extent almost like she was like really really raw on it and just uh, there's a lot of things that hit me hard it's like her talking about her lupus and like you know just her transplant and all that stuff like I don't know just a lot of things really really hit me like her talking about her raising and I don't know, just all that stuff like dealing with anxiety. she talked a lot about anxiety and a lot of things she said in that documentary like really hit me hard because like I feel those things, you know, I feel alone a lot of times because I feel like my anxiety is just taking over or like, you know, when you're alone, you feel alone in general. like you feel like there's literally no one here. like you feel just alone in a dark crew world and you just don't know how to handle it i don't know just a lot of things she said in that documentary like really hit me hard and like one of the things she said is like can i just be known outside of that person like being with that person or whatever she was referring to justin bieber like she was just like saying can i just not be you know selena gomez with justin bieber can i just be selena gomez um that hit me hard because i remember when i was younger. Everyone always was like, oh, so you're Noah's sister. And that always really bugged me because I was like, can I just be my own individual human? Like, can I just be myself? Like, can I be just known as Shani, Like, not Noah's sister? There's nothing wrong with my sister. I just want to put it very much clear in this world. There's nothing wrong with her. It's just like, if you are a younger sibling or you have a sibling that is the polar opposite of you and very outgoing in a way. And everyone's like, oh, so you're so-and-so's sibling. Like, it, you know the feeling. It's, like, really annoying because you just want to be your own individual human. Or, like, people are like, oh, so you're so-and-so's daughter. Like, I have my own personality. I'm my, I'm my own person, too, you know? Like, it just – it kind of bugs me. So when she said that, I literally paused it, started crying, and went back to watching it because – again, it's just, like, it's so facts, like, it's so true, like, just not, like, why can I just be my own individual, you know, I, I just want to be shani. like, is it really that difficult, um, you know, so just talking, like, when I watched that, I was just like, I need to talk about my mental health, or, like, talk about something around those lines for my podcast, because I feel like it's just coming up a lot like mental health a lot in my personal life right now like people talk about it all the time and I'm like that would be such a good rant to have on my podcast um and just talking about it too like I it, how I see my podcast is like literally my personal diary in a sense where I just like let it all out and I try not to think who's listening um and really any of that like I really try not to think oh is my ex-best friend listening to this or is my other ex-friends listening to this or are my parents listening is my siblings listening like I don't know and I guess that's the beauty of it in a way because I just don't know like I see the analytics but I don't see their personal names like I know my sister is listening or she at least listened to one of my episodes because it says like 1% Israel. Like who else is going to be listening to it? Like I don't think I told any of my other family members in Israel that I have a podcast, but, um, I don't know. It kind of freaks me out a little. Um, but also I try not to think about it because then I will totally not be doing this podcast right now. And also the thought of like, maybe somebody from my school, like the guy who runs the radio station, like who knows, you might be listening to this right now and be like, yeah mm, no you cannot work for my radio station (laughs) um or he's probably thinking the opposite be like wow this girl's great you know we love the rambles and her not making coherent sentences gotta love it um or even my freaking teacher like my uh to be a radio host teacher hi how are you hope you're doing well but yeah i really really try not to (laughs) linger on those thoughts too much because it kind of stresses me out. Um, but yeah, I do really love doing my podcast, it really is so like it's my freedom place, but also I just never know what to talk about and if I sound like a broken record. Um, so if anybody really has any suggestions, that would be amazing. If you don't, totally fine. I'll just have to really sit on my thoughts. Um, and I decided officially that I want to do an episode like every other week instead of every single Saturday or something because like that is a lot or like I don't always do it Saturdays either like the weekends like it just it really stresses me out because then I really had to think of an episode like Friday for example or like Saturday morning or whatever it is like it, it literally stresses me out thinking of one every single week um as much as I want to I just never really know what to talk about and I know I can easily search it up or just force my roommates to be on the podcast um it's just a lot and I hope you guys understand that um also I say um a lot when I'm really just trying to avoid awkwardness because it is awkward like I just don't I don't want to stop doing my podcast I won't stop doing my podcast I'm not stopping my podcast I'm just stopping every single week episode things because it's a lot it's a lot also people think you know just doing a podcast is like easy peasy lemon squeezy like there is some easy aspects but also you have to go through the whole audio process and i could actually go into a whole nother episode about like what the actual progress is or progress process what the process is of doing a podcast because yeah it is basically just talking to a microphone and, like, me just doing the typical music I always do for my little intro thing. But there's more to it, you know? Sometimes I could, like, I one time had this really good podcast. But I literally listened back to it. And I was like, mm I'm not putting this out. I can't do that. And I literally didn't have an episode for that week because I just hated that episode. But then I regretted it literally 20 minutes after I deleted every single audio from that thing. And I couldn't remember really much of, like, the bases I wanted to get out of in the podcast episode. So there's just a lot, you know, and also, I hate hearing my own voice, um, and I have to listen to my own voice, just so I can, you know, edit my audio, of course, and it's funny, because I joined the audio club here at my school, the audio drama club, and I remember telling this girl, like, please don't play by additions in front of everyone, and she's like, well, you have to get to use your voice at some point, and it reminded me of a different teacher I've had here at Columbia, where I'm like, yeah, that is pretty facts. Like I have to get used to my voice at some point, but this is like it's just I don't know. It's cringy. It's not that I hate it. It's just like it's cringy because you feel like you sound like a I don't know a dying frog or something. I don't freaking know. Um, this proves that I am just rambling on, literally anything in my mind. That that's the point of the podcast is letting me just rambling. Um, also it's just fun seeing like that. Um. Bath and Body Works Instagram post because I work there or worked work. I'm still employed there, but I don't work there during the school year. It's just so funny to me because I'm like, oh, okay. That's what they're selling right now. Like they already have winter scents. Like that's absolutely bananas to me. Like they have Christmas scents and like, I'm scared to go back to work if I do work during my winter break or something and seeing like, just like everyone wearing the red Christmasy looking aprons and then me being like, oh, Okay, this is happening. We're just Christmas music everywhere. Like, ugh, Christmas music. Either you love it or I hate it. Um, which I have mixed feelings about. Um, but last thing I want to talk about really quick before ending this episode is just like Taylor's tour. Why do I have to be so broke? Like honestly, I wanna go suffering badly. Like she's performing in Chicago two days and like she's performing I don't know what six is. Six is um uh November, not November. What am I saying? I don't know. Either way, she's doing 603 and then 602. I don't know if that made any sense. So um January, February, March, April, May, June. She's performing June 2nd and 3rd here in Chicago. And I really want to go, but I'm like so broke. And I my goal is in life to watch Taylor Live once. Okay. And this is like all, like all our eras mush into one tour. Like hello, yes, please. And the opening acts for her thing is Girl in Red. I never heard of Girl in Red, and Owen never heard of Owen. Um, but then she has like her other tours, like Paramore. I don't know how to pronounce that one. Phoebe Bridgers, which I'm so jealous about because I'm starting to get into her music. Yeah, Girl in Red, you menu nay, I don't know Haim, which I'm jealous. Like I want to go see Heim live gail gracie um abrams which also yes i'm starting to get into her and um owen which i've never heard of either so maybe by then i can actually afford tickets before they all sold out which most likely they're going to sell out in like two more seconds because oh it's Heather Allison swift for crying out loud um, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. I doubt I'm going to go, but it's fine. It's, it's, I'm just going to manifest it, put it out in the world that I'm going to go see together live at least once in my life. Like it could be the worst seats ever. And I'll still cry from joy. Um, okay. So basically that's the end of my podcast. Hope you guys listen liked listening to my rambles in the end and also just my rental, like mental rant about whatever's on my mind. And I'll see you guys um, in my next episode. <laughs> Bye.